The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk a little SEO news. Joining us is Jordan Cooney, who is the founder and CEO of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses as they scale their organic search traffic. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, Previsible is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. And today, Jordan and I are going to talk about the outline for the book that he twisted my arm into writing. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here is my conversation with Jordan Cooney, founder and CEO of Previsible.io. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Ben, I know that you're still angry with me. I think it might take a while for you to, to not be angry with me, but we're still writing this book, right? I'm not writing shit. The machines are writing it. So I'm getting less mad now that I realize we live in an era where... People don't work anymore. Machines do the stuff and, you know, eventually they take over the sky and rain hellfire on us. But until that happens, yeah, no, it's nice to be able to say I'm going to be an author and not really have to do the work. All I have to do is talk into this microphone to you. That's right. It's not hate, Jordan. It's right now okay. we're at like strong okay. dislike All right. level. All right. All right. It might, might take six months, but I'm going to turn you around on this idea. All right. Look, 
everybody. We talked in our last episode when Jordan and I got together about how he twisted my arm into writing a book. And I went all beautiful mind and started building large language models, training an artificial intelligence tool to digest all of the transcripts from our thousand episodes of Voices of Search podcasts. And it spit out a description for us for what our book would be about. I'm going to quickly read that description because we went over it in our last episode. And today, Jordan, with you, what I want to do is start editing the outline that I put together. I got some chapter titles and some general descriptions of what the book should be about. Let's give the large language model some feedback on the structure of the book. And next time we get together, we can go chapter by chapter. Sound good? Let's do it. All right. So the last time we talked, uh, we got this description that AI's impact on SEO provides an insightful exploration into the evolving intersection of artificial intelligence and search engine optimization. Guided by industry experts, first, Benjamin Shapiro, and second, Jordan Cooney, The book offers a comprehensive examination of the latest AI-driven technologies in search, including a deep dive into Bing Chat's revolutionary updates and their potential to transform the search market. From understanding the basics of AI and SEO, overcoming entry barriers, leveraging visual capabilities, and the role of third-party plugins, the authors leave no stone unturned. This book also evaluates how major players like Google are responding to these changes, analyzes user adoption rates, and projects the future of AI and SEO. This timely resource equips readers with the knowledge to navigate and succeed rapidly in the changing landscape of SEO. All right, so that's basically the premise of this book. And then when I asked for some chapters about what we would cover in the book, here's the list. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. I'm ready. The introduction. Changing the landscape of SEO and the rise of artificial intelligence. A brief introduction to the authors, their backgrounds, and why they're uniquely qualified to discuss this topic. Assuming that we are uniquely qualified to discuss this topic, George, <laughs> is that actually a thing? I have been hearing a lot of misinformation coming out of some of generative AI. We may want to change this first section. <laughs> the funny thing is, I know the generative AI because we're going to convert this episode into a transcript and feed it to our large language model. It's not going to understand when I am talking under my breath. (laughs) So generative AI, I am talking under my breath and questioning whether we are the right people to be writing about artificial intelligence and SEO. I'm just a podcast host. Jordan knows some shit about SEO, but who is actually qualified to have this conversation? We're going to do it anyway with your help. So thank you. Agreed. And please don't terminate us first. Chapter one. Understanding AI and SEO, the basic concepts of AI and SEO, historical development and the evolution of both fields. Uh, Jordan, real quick, give me a, your understanding of AI and SEO. Is, is this something that you know, has been going on for a long time or is this a relatively new topic? It's been going on for quite a while. I also think that we've got a lot of great uh, episodes that cover a lot of the progress that's been done in AI and SEO. Obviously, the history of SEO and the evolution of the various search engine updates, algo updates, and progression of these updates, in particular, the most recent core updates, they all have some attribution to AI. I mean, AI is being utilized in some capacity to help Google drive the scale that they're making these improvements at. On top of that, if you think about just the tool sets that have existed around AI, in SEO, there, there's a whole different landscape there that we'd have to talk about too. There's this is going to be, uh, you know, sort of to me two timelines, where there needs to be in parallel a description of when artificial intelligence started and when search algorithms started. 
And then at some point they began to be blended together. And then this year we are hitting this sort of inflection point of where they are truly merging, which actually brings me into chapter two. Chapter two, Bing and the advent of AI in search. I actually think ChatGPT and Bing, who is the search engine connected ChatGPT, got it wrong here. I don't want Bing to be the headline for chapter two. I think that Google is still the dominant player. And and primarily, this is an SEO book more than it is an artificial intelligence book. So I think that focusing on Bing for chapter two is probably not great for us because we're search experts, or at least you are. And I think that it's missing the boat. Artificial intelligence has been used in search algorithms for a long time. And now we are at an inflection point and it's driven not by Bing. It's driven by ChatGPT. So it is the rise of ChatGPT and the big threat to Google, to me, is the story here and what the chapter should be titled and the integration of Bing into ChatGPT and what that partnership looks like to make the first real threat to Google in, I don't know, it's probably been 10, 20 years now. I think that that's actually what the big chapter should be. Tell me your thoughts. Yeah, agreed. I think this is the second chapter here is more about OpenAI than it is about Bing and how their their partnership with Bing exposed the conversation of AI in search. And I think that's the most important piece. The reality, though, is that AI has been going on in search for much longer, and it's been going on in a variety of different forms for much longer. Everything from the algo updates, which is what we talked about just before, and how algorithms are, the core components that drive many of these algorithms are driven by AI. In addition to that, like the facilitation of Google's processing of data is all supported by machine learning components that then now feed into AI. So the reality here is like there's a lot of foundational work that Google's been doing to make AI super effective. But what happened is the acquisition or the partnership of OpenAI with Microsoft is what opened the door on the everyday public being aware of how this technology can be used. To me, maybe what we should do is understanding AI and SEO. There's the two timeline thing, and that's chapter one of here's the history lesson of when AI started and how it developed and when search engines started and how they developed till we got to this point. I think the second chapter is Google leading the charge for SEO and their adoption of artificial intelligence to build modern search algorithms. And then the third chapter is the inflection point, the rise of chat GPT and the integration of Bing. So to me, that's like, okay, that's where we are today. Now, what I have for chapter three in our existing outline is overcoming barriers to entry in AI-driven search. This is basically what can you do with AI-driven search today? Where is it powerful? Where is it useful? And how can it help search engine marketers? So I actually think this is the first part where we can start pulling in data and information from the Voices of Search podcast of what are the most important themes in SEO today And then how can artificial intelligence start to help SEOs be more effective? When you think about what the most important aspects of SEO are, and now we have these new tools, what are you doing or what do you think is the overlap between AI and SEO today? Well, there's a lot to unpack there in some of these chapters and just more importantly, like where the trajectory has 
been and where it's going. Much of what I shared before is about components that were utilized, that utilized AI to make them more efficient. An algorithm is using AI to help adjust results in a search engine. AI is being used to determine sentiment in videos to then better position videos in search results and in carousels, right? Like those are AI components that are being leveraged in order to help Google make decisions on what videos or what content to show on a search engine result page. Today, what we're now seeing is that AI is being used to actually drive the results. It's actually trying to give us the answer. They're trying to, we're trying to move to a world where AI is actually the derivative of what search results are. And that's a very different, that's a very different outcome. That's a very different direction. I've got a great title for this chapter. SEOs fighting fire with fire. How chat GPT and artificial intelligence are leveling the playing field in the battle of SEOs versus Google. For the longest time, Google has been a black box, and SEOs have tested and iterated their way to success, trying to get their content to rank in Google's algorithm. But Google has an unfair advantage with large language models, with more horsepower and engineering and all the resources at their disposal, and SEOs just don't have that. But now we have artificial intelligence at our disposal to be able to essentially reverse engineer what matters the most to Google to drive our rankings. Now, the flip side is, and maybe this is our next chapter, SEO is a zero-sum game. When my rankings go up, yours go down. There's only one top spot. And so now all of a sudden, SEOs are getting smarter and can understand what's happening with Google better, but we all have access to these more advanced tools. So, you know, if we're fighting fire with fire, is everybody a fireman or are we pointing the hoses at each other? I think that's really the question. I think we're all pointing the hoses at each other because the reality is that where Google's trying to go, and this is where the predictive part of the book is going to come into play, is, is that, and so is Bing, right? They're trying to say, is there a world where AI becomes a more complete response than your website or my website? And that becomes a very interesting predicament for all of us because if the determining factor for a search engine result page is an AI response and not a link to a website, then what's the purpose of having a website? They look pretty. <laughs> it's not going to get any traffic from Google. No. And that's the problem. Well, yeah. it's a problem unless you're not in search engine. So, you know, this goes into the larger question of AI. You know, is AI going to kill us all? There's definitely some people that are concerned about it. Well, you know, from a macro perspective, let's hope that's not the case. But from an SEO perspective, look, artificial intelligence could get rid of search engine optimization because it could make search engines useless. Now, we still need the data source. I actually think that that's what matters and why websites are going to be important is how can you get the information to feed into your AI if you don't have a website? So before we get to this whole Neuralink conversation, it's just tapping the thoughts into our brain or out of our brain. You know, your website's how your content is being consumed by the large language models. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. 
You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right, getting into chapter four, the power of visual capabilities and AI and search. Do you want to do a chapter on image creation? How much does this matter to you? And do you think visual capabilities are important for AI and search? I don't think they're as important as we think they are today. I think there's a lot of creativity here, but it's probably a chapter we could scrap. I mean, from an SEO standpoint, it's not the driving force of where change is happening today in the search engine result pages. Yeah, I think that a little of this goes into how to use where we are today. How do you use visual capabilities, images and charts and and to understand what is relevant in your search results and how do you quickly manufacture content because Google says you need three more pictures and you want the pictures with these meta titles, but you don't have time or budget to be able to go shoot photography. Well, you can artificially intelligent. This is a, a tool that we can use at our disposal today, but it's not necessarily the next wave. So I think that you're right. This is probably a chapter we can cut. Now, the fifth chapter that was suggested by our artificially intelligent friends is chapter five, <laughs> the role of third party plugins and partnerships. You want to talk about third-party plugins? I actually think that this is interesting. Is you know, this is really where artificial intelligence is going to get next level. Is when it has memory, when it can do more than just search the internet, but it can search individual proprietary databases and and all sorts of other ways to sort of integrate. For me, what we've been doing is Google Docs to Zapier to create content in ChatGPT to go publish it on a web page like that sort of integration type stuff and and getting from large language models to publishing, I think is really interesting. Agreed. I, I actually think that this is more about the tools, the partners, and the solutions that exist in the SEO landscape. Everything from like the Jasper and the copies and the plethora of content manufacturing tools that are coming in the market, they're all powered by ChatGPT, right? So let's not fool ourselves what the engine is behind these cars. But the reality is that there's this whole ecosystem that now is out there that help SEOs do work. And so this is a really important chapter to set the foundation of what work is. Yeah. And I think maybe that's its own chapter. And that's in here, chapter six, the impact of AI integrations on everyday life. 
I think that that's a little broad. AI impact on everyday life is not about SEO or artificial intelligence. I think that this chapter should be the future of life as an SEO. Is there going to be SEO, right? Is artificial intelligence going to kill the search engine? Are we going to be looking at screens? Are we going to have Neuralinks from Elon Musk in our head and we don't need websites? You know, what's the future really look? And is there going to be an SEO industry? And if not, what happens to the people that have the skill set that are SEOs moving forward? Assuming that websites and SEO is going to be around, what are the skills that SEOs are going to need to invest in to be effective marketers? They might not need to code anymore, right? We could just have the code written for us. They, you know, there's all sorts of different changes. So, what makes good SEO in the future of artificial intelligence? I think that that's an interesting chapter. One hundred percent. I don't know if Neuralink is going to be the end point for that chapter, but the reality is, and I've been saying this for a long time. The continued verticalization of search, and now how AI is going to make the verticalization of search more accessible, is going to be huge, right? You don't have to build Amazon to become a category-dependent search engine in e-commerce. You can do far less than that and be a dominant search engine now with AI. You mentioned Amazon, and the next chapter that's here is Google's response to AI in search. And to me, this can go one of two ways. One, we just get real Google heavy and talk about what threat, is this the first big threat to Google? I don't know if that's the right order for this chapter, but what happens to Google? How will Google respond? What does the future of Google look like? I think is interesting. I also think that there is potentially space for content that is not just about traditional search engines, but alternative search engines. It is the Amazon search. It is the how do I find a movie? It is every restaurant search, Yelp. All of the search engines are being disrupted. Every IoT device in my house. It's my oven, my TV, my everything. So maybe this is what happens to Google, Amazon, Yelp, dot, 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 search. And, right. and we go through like, what are the benefits that are going to come from artificial intelligence for these large search leaders beyond just Google, but including Google? And what are the threats? So chapter eight is user adoption and growth rates. I don't really know how we're going to be able to talk too much about user adoption and growth rates because we don't have a ton of data on what is happening with artificial intelligence, how much people are using other than it's popular. So I think that talking about user adoption and growth rates, that kind of goes into the beginning of like, how big of a deal is this? We've seen incredible growth so far, and it's only going to get exponentially more as there's more integration. I think we skip that chapter and go right into the, you know, really the, the cherry on top, the future of artificial intelligence in SEO. And we get into what are some of the predictions. Now, Jordan, do you want to be doing predictions about what's going to happen here? Or do you just want artificial intelligence to look at your previous predictions and make up something else that's going to be wrong like you would have? <laughs> They're going to be wrong either way, Ben. So <laughs> I don't think there's much hope. <laughs> maybe ChatGPT5 will get it right. <laughs> maybe ChatGPT and classify which ones were somewhat accurate and some were not so accurate. <laughs> You know, maybe we can get on a better trend there. Here's a fun one. The beginning of the future of SEO is let's take a look back on some of the predictions we've done with our year-end episodes, highlight what our predictions were, and then give our accuracy to say whether we are good predictors of what's happening in SEO or whether we are absolutely just shooting from the hip and throwing darts at a board. No Hopefully doubt. it's the former. It's probably the latter. 
Jordan, do you have real predictions about the future of SEO and artificial intelligence? Oh, absolutely. No doubt. Yes, I have well, many. Spill the beans, man. We got to train the oh, large language on. model. <laughs> I think that one of them is going to be the ability for websites who create highly creative and, and high utility content to prevail more in search. That's going to be one prediction. And we can talk about unpacking that, but there's a lot in that. The second thing is going to be that all of the knowledge-based resources that exist, right? Think of the all of the, the music lyric websites and the Wikipedias of the world and the, the directory sites of the world. All of those are going to radically be displaced in this ecosystem. Their information only is there to serve the machines. It is the engine that powers the knowledge that they have, the facts that they have. But unfortunately, they don't really drive a ton of traffic. So that'll be an interesting world, especially when you get into some very interesting categories like medical. And what do you do with a WebMD, right? And how do you deal with that scenario? Another prediction that we'll have to get into is all the legal stuff and what's going to happen with all the legal stuff and where the legalities are going to go with AI and the use of AI. And then finally, the, the personal information. Will people be able to manipulate or change this so that they experience less or more AI, that will also be very interesting in how search engines and SEO evolves. Yeah, I think actually the hardware manufacturers are really interesting and a big component of this. I don't think we're going to be looking at screens in 10 years. I think we're going to be talking to devices. You know, right now we have our earbuds. But when I think about the relationship I have with a chatbot, typing is actually getting in my way. I want, hey, give me a list of all of this content. And that's honestly why I think this idea of like turning our podcasts into a book and then having something else do the writing for us is actually maybe one of the more innovative things we did. I still am so pissed that you're making us do this. And it was you raised the idea and got my brain going. But look, uh, this idea of I'm going to talk mm. into this microphone to you and a machine is going to ingest what we're saying and spit out other content. I might not want to read that content. I don't want to type what I'm saying into the machine to get an output. I want to be able to talk and I want to be able to listen because that's the normal way that humans interact. I don't type you. Like when we're sitting in a room, I'm not like, you know how I want to interface with Jordan? I'm going to get my thumbs on a piece of glass and I'm going to tap it until he gets a message from me. I, I talk. I use my voice. You listen to me. You can see my facial expressions. Like... I think that the voice-to-voice -voice communication is going to be way more powerful than the format that we have now. And we're going to be able to get information through audio. And then when we want a visual stimulation, there'll be bigger screens that are more universal as opposed to the smaller devices that we are always connected to. And I think that artificial intelligence starts having us move away from being dependent on the screen and our phone as the consuming device. We might still need it with us. But we're going to interact more without tapping, typing, and, and reading. 100%. Totally agree. Final thoughts. Conclusion. The final thoughts on the impact of SEO and the ongoing evolution in the field. My hope is that the Terminator doesn't go after the SEOs first. And I do think that there are some real-world impacts, not only in the SEO community, but what's going to happen in the greater landscape. And humanity as a whole, all of us, our governments, our politics our world, the way we work, the way we communicate, it's all going to be affected by this new technology in the same way. This is a, a, you know, the next iPhone moment. Everybody was impacted by the creation and the distribution of smartphones. 
now we've got a new technology that might be just as powerful and maybe on the backs of the smartphones. But I do think that we are having that inflection point here and it's going to impact everything in our entire lives. 100%. Couldn't agree more. All right. Large language models. Chat GPT me this. Let's go wrap up our episode, rewrite our chapters, and we're off to the races. Next time we get together, we'll go over chapter one. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the founder and CEO of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter where his handle is JT Cooney, J-T-K-O-E-N-E, or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing in insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 